0: I see it. I see it. Hey, 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 we're recording. Uh, Episode PO3. PO3. Oh, that's almost like POD. PO3. Oh, man. And every day feels like Groundhog's Day.
1: Yeah, it's just...
0: Except for it was nice today. It was very nice today. and I don't know if you can tell on the video here, but can you tell that I got sunburnt yesterday? uh, A little bit. Yeah, it's about the same color as your shirt yeah this shit is uh I was not ready for sunburn already, but it happened what were you doing? I mowed the shit out of that lawn uh, i haven't got haven't got there yet It looks so much better what you got there Coke the drink uh not cane i see i see you got a Man. seltzer water
1: I got a little bit of oh shit a little bit of the old granddad here nice, just a little
0: left from the weekend. No, I didn't drink shit today. Uh, I was trying to be good. And I was also fucking with nerd shit. Uh, I was trying to figure out better ways to route all of the audio from these podcasts and live things we're doing. And I wanted to be able to make sure I routed it in a way that did not include system sounds. So like, you know, I fucking hit something in it, ding, or some bullshit ass computer sound. I didn't want that to come through. Um really really cool program but holy shit i can't figure out how to get it to work without latency so 3 hours or 2 hours of my life i'm never getting back all right colin you, you haven't said a word about my screen name yet you know what okay so i have to accept people like you must have to like you must have to like join a lobby or oh, something oh
1: man did it show up as my screen name
0: yes and <laughs> For two seconds, I had to look at it and go, do I know this person? And I was like, oh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, XXX, X, X, bloody X, autumn X, leaves, XXX. X, X. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. man, that's hilarious. That's like uh, we used to say, like our joke band name was uh, Blood Dove Gun. Because <laughs> like every band had like doves. Or, like, some kind of bird or something, or guns, or blood, or whatever. So, blood, dove, gun, man. BDG. Hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, every day is the
1: same right now. And I feel like, I don't know. It's just, I'm going crazy, man. I'm going crazy.
0: You know, so when I thought about every day being the same, I immediately thought of Groundhog's Day, like the movie, Bill Murray. Uh, And then I Googled Bill Murray. And I typed, is Bill Murray? And I just kind of like let Google, you know, finish it. Yeah. And one of the first ones that came up was a mean guy. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm curious, is Bill Murray a mean guy? Which led me to there is a website 100% dedicated to stories about celebrities and if they're mean or not. It has like a rating system. He's 0% mean. So that's tight. Shout out to Bill Murray being. Zero percent mean. That's a good thing. There's
1: like a documentary about him on Netflix or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and it's about like how he has a penchant for just like crashing things or just showing places and like everybody like is all like people who have Bill Murray stories. I think it's called like the Bill Murray stories or the Bill Murray
0: tales or something Mm
1: -hmm. like that. I haven't seen it yet, but uh looks pretty
0: awesome. I have not watched the documentary, I guess, but I've watched several things on YouTube about you know, him showing up to fucking like weddings and everything else. Yeah. Also legend has it that he has a voicemail
1: that if like, if you want to pitch a movie to him, you don't go through his agent like you would a normal person. You, you, you send it, you, you call this number and leave it uh, your idea, pitch on his voicemail or something like that. Uh, There's legend as that. He like, he listens to ideas directly from the director or writer. And, uh, makes his decision that way or something
0: i wonder if we can get it we'll tell a story about a couple of couple of dads a couple of washed up dads just looking for a good time who's washed up i don't know man right now i'm feeling i'm feeling washed up i am
1: feeling pretty washed although did actually get some shit done this weekend when it was nice finished our fence you see that I Saw that yeah that shit looked good yeah got the numbers on there it's sealed it's been raining and stuff like that and it was like water beating on top of it and i was like ooh. once we once we paint once we paint the house that thing's gonna pop you're still painting it black yeah dude get on that shit we no we just we were going to last
0: year and then we didn't have the money to do it and but we're gonna be doing that this this year oh okay so didn't have the money to do it as in you're gonna pay somebody or you just didn't didn't have the money to like buy all the paint no i'm
1: gonna i'm not gonna paint my own fucking house that sounds terrible that sounds
0: terrible holy shit no, oh, man, you just get out a fucking sprayer and just whoosh, just go to town with that uh, thing. I gotta, you got to
1: treat all that shit. You got to repair shit. You got to scrape shit
0: down first. Ugh. I'll pay someone to do that. It's not that expensive. Well, here's the thing. Relatively speaking. You keep saying, like, you have to do this, you have to do that. You don't necessarily have to do any of that. If you're painting black over something, what does it matter if there's something under it? Like, what, what are you scraping off? Look, dog, I'm looking for the longevity
1: of my house and my paint. I want to live here.
0: I'm not yeah. flipping this shit. I'm not flipping this shit. Yeah, but if it's black and let's say you get like a little chip on the side, just boom, go hit it with black. What are you going to do? Call somebody out like fucking a car body shop like every time you get a chip on your house, call somebody I, out. Yeah,
1: I get it. I get it. But I also have soffits that need repaired and I can do that all in one fell swoop.
0: Uh, and- so you're going to get a gutter, dude, to paint your house. No. <laughs> No. I feel like uh, uh No. Just just no. You don't even you're you're done with me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh but the another thing, you gotta power wash it
1: first. And, oh, uh, it's, it's just it's just a so, I have a my house has a lot of like the perimeter is a lot of square feet. Like the actual footprint of the house is just a lot.
0: Yeah. Was that a weird flex? It, it wasn't, was a flex. It was, I I was gonna call it out, but I'm trying to like not interrupt you as much. That's what I'm learning.
1: I wasn't trying to make that like a flex, but like my house has an addition. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, a 12 car garage. And it's like one of the bigger ones in the neighborhood. And, uh, but no, I'm just saying that there's a lot more area to paint because our house is so fucking huge.
0: Yeah. 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 How many times can I flex? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've used that flex before. I think I probably have to. Can you see, can can you see my, my giant URL? I can. I can. Dude, I hung. I hung that. Uh, I hung that shit from the door just to let people is, know as a reminder. Yeah, dude, quarantine projects. I can't let that go. It's for like those the, of you it's listening.
1: Like PRL's PRL's the angel on your shoulder, and your guitar's the devil on your shoulder. Look at this. <laughs> there
0: we go. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, for those of you if you're if listening, you're watching it, <laughs> I haven't done shit with these videos. But if you're listening, I made a very large Purell. Uh, I just made it out of foam and then I hung it on a fake diamond necklace and I was wearing it around my neck like it was a chain. And then for those of you using Zoom, which I feel like the whole world is using Zoom right now, uh, I had the Migos set as my background. So it was just the Migos in the background and then me walking around with my big chain. Not sure if that's corporate appropriate, but it's how I'm getting down in quarantine.
1: (laughs) I don't think anybody's being corporate appropriate right now.
0: No, I, you know what? I feel like a lot of people who are still working, their jobs are cutting them a lot of slack, right? And it wasn't until yesterday or the day before that I heard somebody say that their boss was like calling people out. Like if they were at home and on Zoom, but not on video, they were like calling them out and saying, "You need to get on video because they wanted to watch them and make sure they were paying attention." Which is the craziest shit I've heard.
1: To me, that that type of management is is just insecurity. That means you don't trust your people. Yeah, that's true. It's it's, it's like it's like I don't need to. I don't need to. Uh, you know, I I got uh, four people under me. I, I don't need to like be tracking with them every their move every move of the day yeah because they get their shit
0: done and they get it done well
1: because you give them
0: freedom that is that is the only thing i was working towards in a job i wanted a job that gave me work and i just had a time to get it done i don't want to be micromanaged i don't want shit i just want work and at some point i want to give the work away like somebody (laughs) Mm -hmm. um you see i got New ones up here today. I do. I I do. You got a different, you had the Deftones album up there before, right? Just that that's a different one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I still, I still have been changing them out, uh, before almost every call that I have down here.
0: How many calls do you have per day? Roughly.
1: Uh, today I had five.
0: Damn. That's commitment. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't do
1: any down here today. They were all in the kitchen today, Mm, but, uh, I noticed after a couple of weeks of quarantine, I know we talked about this, about how like I get weird. I have to move around the house. I don't have just one spot yeah. where I sit, but I'm feeling, it's feeling less inviting for me to come work down here. Like it's, I don't know. I just need the I, Maybe it's because my office is really bright. Maybe I just need more of the, the natural light, but yeah, Uh it's okay. I, I like it down here if I need to be needed to be quiet, but most of the time I've been up in the kitchen.
0: Your feng shui is off. my feng shui is off. Why don't uh, you – you, uh, man, quarantine project, dude. Redo that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, there's You can't tell because we're just on video and you haven't been over here, but I've actually switched the office around. I switched it four times yesterday. I moved my desk to damn near every wall. And I am back where I started. <laughs> this is definitely the best spot for this desk. The one thing that you might notice behind me, I still have the guitars, but beyond that, the drums are not there anymore. Uh they're over here now. We have so
1: that same we have that same little cabinet.
0: That Ikea filing yeah. cabinet? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's the Alex. Sierra uses that for her like by her vanity. Hmm. Does she got the one with uh, all the small drawers or is the bottom drawer a filing? The it's all small drawers. Oh, see, this one is only the three that you see. this bottom one is a big filing cabinet. Got it. So um, um, anyway, one thing,
1: one thing I wanted to point out here is this guy is one of my, he's not my possession. He's my dad's, but is that Testament? No, 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 no. This is a original pressing parliament punkin to lucky. From this is '77. Damn. And, but I mean, it was just in a crate of vinyl of my dad's records in his storage space. And it's obviously, it's worn like a '70s record, but like it's in really great shape, plays really well. And I've taken it on permanent loan. But now he's going to listen to this and be like, oh, I want my permanent record back.
0: But. <laughs> um so at my mom's house growing up in the basement there were boxes of vinyl records just boxes of them and i knew nothing about it my brothers had like all the hair metal bands the fucking twisted sister and all the shit right and then i had this little shitty uh record player with like the table for the record player was like maybe 10 inches it was a small one and it just played little kid albums. I had like the little engine that could. It was called Puffin' and Toot. And it'd be like Puffin' Toot, Puffin' Toot, Puffin' and Toot. And that was like it going up the hill and shit. Yeah. Well, I ruined all those records thinking I was fucking uh, in public enemy or something. I'd get those things like and just scratch them up. And then slowly but surely, I'd go down there and get them big records. I'd get all those 80s records, scratch them fuckers up uh and then some water damage every, every, puff and toot, every, every. <laughs> every day I'm puffing toot. that'd be that'd be fucking sick to mix those two together um what all were we going to talk about today Colin I'm pretty sure we had some logo stuff to talk about some what logo stuff oh yeah
1: yeah oh I, I wasn't suggesting that we talk about that on the air but
0: let's talk about it on the air we need a new logo we do need a new logo. Because we need a more podcasty logo.
1: When yeah, when I designed that originally, it was like, "Hey, I need a graphic for this thing." And I was like, "Oh, cool, I'll make it like an old hardcore thing." And then
0: Yeah, and it that was perfect for what we were doing at the time. We are we're from that era where that was the popular design aesthetic. So, it made a lot of sense to pick that one and run with that. We we do need something else. We either need like a modern version of that, uh, or some cartoon shit, or something. Yeah. We need we, we need
1: something that fits the vibe a little better. Do we know if, what fits the vibe though? I don't know. But if only we had, if only we had uh, friends who like could draw real well. If oh only. yeah.
0: If only we should. That's what we should have done when we went live with Dave. We should have he said, have "Hey." Drawn. Draw us. Draw us and then unveil it at the end of the live. All right. You need to make it happen. All right. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll set up a live for next week. And if you're not following us on Facebook, man, if I ever decide to do one on Instagram, I guess, uh, we've been pretty much steady on Facebook. But we're trying to go live more. So join us over there for an hour or so conversation. <laughs> Fridays.
1: A oh, Is my. it Fridays? No, for oh, last the one we Friday, did Friday. Last Fridays was something else
0: because I was fucking
1: hammered.
0: Yeah, you were like, oh, I've been drinking since three. <laughs> okay, well, fuck, because it's like ten p.m., so that's a lot of drinking. Yeah, yeah,
1: got, got I got through some, uh, got through some that night, but.
0: So, did you see uh, that they're talking? I know I, I'm trying to stay away from COVID shit, but this is interesting. Did you see that they're actually they ran the model again with all the steps that we've been taking place, or that we've been doing to, you know, prevent like social distancing, distancing and stuff like that? And did you see the new prediction?
1: They are they are saying that we're probably going to be better off because of everything we're doing.
0: Absolutely, uh, they're talking about it peaking. Sometime within a couple days to a couple weeks. And then we're going to reopen in just a few weeks. I mean,
1: they're still predicting Ohio's peak is going to be the 25th, I think. Yeah. um, Really? Yeah. I could have swore they changed that. Oh, maybe they did. I don't know. But, yeah, what we're doing is working. So
0: I'm into it. I'm going to quickly try and go look this up cuz I know there was a there was information that came back from like a statistical analysis group and then there was yeah. you know our Dr. Amy uh who said no it's going to be something after that but less than the um worst case scenario mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't find it. I'm too, I'm too dumb to look this shit up and try to podcast at the same but time. But man,
1: I, I was I was watching the the White House briefing today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These fucking briefings, man. Uh, it, I just turn I just I was cooking dinner and I happened to be in the kitchen, so I was like, oh, the White House is is giving a briefing. I'll turn it on. I'm not turning it on like some dickhead who hates this guy so much and i'm like hate watching it because i want to look for things to be mad at i want to i want to throw that out there first before i say that i don't like the guy uh but and i don't think he's a good president but i'm not i don't just tune in because i feel good about hating somebody i want to throw that out there but i tuned in because it's a national emergency and this is the highest point of our government telling us how they're handling it on a day-to-day basis but instead it's an hour and a half of him fucking arguing with reporters in the most bitchy snowflakey little way i don't think i've ever i watched it today i don't think i've ever seen the dude act more cagey more insecure it was it was
0: unbelievable so that's how i felt when i watched the one like yesterday or day before or whatever the last one i watched just a day or two ago for that reason i don't watch him he's oh my God, I'm right there with you. I I, post, I
1: posted about this earlier and I'm not saying it to be a, like a dick, but like he's in way over his head and he can, and you could see it. You could see it on his face. You can see he is panicked. He You could see the fear all of him. He has no fucking clue what he's doing. He wanted to be the most famous celebrity in the world and he got that. But now rubber's hitting the fucking road and he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's too prideful to listen to the smart people in the room. Oh, it's just the it's just the worst situation to be in. Yeah, I uh, And I'm trying to and I'm trying to be realistic about it. I'm not trying to be deranged about it. Like I'm trying to be realistic. Like it used to be he was embarrassing to me. But now, like, I feel like like this is like scary. Like you're being a, an idiot.
0: So, yeah, he um, it was the one where he was like talking about the whistleblower and he kept like going back to the word whistleblower, whistleblower, this whistleblower, that and it was like not even remotely. It was nothing COVID related. It was all yeah. about whistleblower, whistleblower. Yeah. That's the one I was like, I ain't watching these no more. I'm good. Yeah, it was But
1: Fuck it, Colin. God bless these guys that, who are out there on that stage with him. Even, you know, I now somebody I hate, I can't stand Mike Pence, but even he looks like he's just like, Come on. Like eat like stand there just like, no, we gotta like talk serious
0: here for a minute. Like <laughs> What's that one doctor's name? Is it like Fauci or something like Fauci, that? Fauci, Fauci. Yeah. Is that dude really small, or am I tripping? Because every no, time he's like he, a
1: really short guy.
0: Every time he steps up to the podium, I'm like, did they build that podium to make Trump look <laughs> a certain way, or like, what is this dude doing? I feel like he can barely see over the thing. No, and right. Trump's also Trump's also pretty tall. Really? Yeah, I think he's like six four or something like that. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh fuck. All right, let's get off this shit. Let's talk about some good shit. How tall is Donald Trump? Donald you... Trump is 6'3". Oh uh, fuck! You just
1: asked Siri. Uh, uh, did you watch the video that I sent you? When did you send me a video? While I was waiting for you to get on, I said, "Don't watch it until we are recording," because I, I hope you got to hold it up so the so you can hear it.
0: Okay. All right. Oh shit. Dude, I can already Oh god. <laughs> oh shit.
1: <laughs> that made the rounds on Twitter today. This is two pandas Dog. in some zoo in Hong Kong or something like that. that getting are, it in. That are getting it in and they're the sound is just hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. I wish uh, I wish this is the type of content we need right now as a culture.
0: Yeah, that's fucking wild. I didn't even let the whole thing play. I can only take so much of that. Oh, shit. I opened my phone. It's back on. I got a backspace out of there. Damn, Colin. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right. So let's talk about some other shit. You got some goals. You got any goals for this year? Like what's a what's a major goal you want to hit? Oh, man.
1: Uh, a big goal is I want to get some fucking music released. Like, holy shit. Last Maranatha record came out in 2015. So. Holy shit. Seriously? Yeah, dude. Life just got in the way and we've played a lot of shows. We've written a lot of songs, but we just, and we demoed shit. We've done, you know, we just haven't like had the time to get down
0: and just like knock it out in the studio. That is, it's a very similar story with push ahead so we did four songs uh must have been like 20 late 2014 early 2015 and put those out and then nothing until we released two singles back to back uh this year i think we did one in like one in maybe early february and then one Mm -hmm. i think we specifically did it on february 29th because how you don't get to fucking release music on February twenty ninth too often. So yeah. did that uh, shit. It, you know, yeah, it's like for instance, one song,
1: a new song that that we wrote since Filth came out, uh has not been released except for in that little like three song live session we did like a year and a half ago. And uh <clears throat> that was on YouTube. Like other than that, it's not been like we haven't like actually recorded it and uh, we've already retired it from our set because we've played it so much for three years now. Like
0: that's just, it's just so crazy. (laughs) Damn. That is wild. Are you still going to record it and just put it on a record and like never play it? I would like to, I would like to, because I love that song. We're, we're doing something similar. So we're going back and we have songs that we've had literally, they were uh, very early in our set. I, you know, very early into us playing out, so they had to been around in 2015, 2016. We've played them so much that I don't even care about them anymore. But we've never recorded them. That's exactly so, what we're saying. So we have, I think we're going to. Well, whenever the fucking world opens back up, uh we're gonna get in there with Jacob Mooney and do a couple more songs. And I think that two of the songs we're doing are older songs that just never got recorded. And by the way, shout out to Travis Kempton. He just sent. A text into the group uh the band chat and said just popping into the group to say I can't wait to jam again when all this shit is over. Hope you dudes are doing as well as you can. What a nice guy that Travis is. We've had
1: we've had similar conversations in ours cuz that, that's another thing is like we really were it was it was in our plan to try to record an EP in March.
0: And then Dude, it didn't, Yeah, ours then it was didn't supposed happen. to be uh I think March or April. What's so. what ours is supposed to be? Sucks. It I've, got some suck. new,
1: I've got some new stuff cooking here, though. Uh, not marinatha. So we'll see. Oh yeah. See? I'm I'm not talking. I'm not going to talk about it. But uh, no, it's not a secret. But I I I, I just got some ideas floating around. It's so heavy.
0: I have uh, I've been taking this quarantine time to get my recording shit in order, and. I will say that I've had shit for a while. Like my wife bought me that electronic drum set. I don't think I even set that thing up until February. And then I moved it up here and was playing on it just with the built-in sounds. Wasn't too bad. It was really fun to jam, you know, just normal built-in shit. I finally took the time to connect it to my computer via MIDI and do the sound replacement with some of the drum programs out there. And holy shit, I like I am... I am floored at how good some of these companies are able to Dude, it's crazy. It, it's it's incredible. And like I've used things like Superior Drummer and you know old Steven Slate. I've used all these before several times. I've heard them on several records too. And it's nothing compared to where we're at now. So I got this program on sale. It's normally $199 and it was on sale for $69. It's called Drumforge. I have never heard a more realistic snare i've heard snares that don't sound as good as this like i've heard a real life snare that i would think is fake before this one is fake crazy it's fucking incredible it has every little articulate like little tiny rolls like everything all the way up and you can like even a flam it comes through perfectly um so that's what i've been doing i've been fucking playing drums like every day i played along to a bunch of pop punk I played like some starting line. Uh, I played along to the acoustic bass side album just because I'm like, there ain't no fucking drums here. Let me put some drums on it. So that's my shit. So my thing, my short-term goal is definitely record a song during the quarantine. Definitely do that. I have everything I need. Why the fuck am I not doing this? And then long-term goal is it's actually to record as well. I want to get back in the studio. I want to start playing shows again. We barely play shows. So it's funny that both of ours are music related.
1: Uh, not, I, my other big goal is I really want to do uh, um, like make my backyard into what I want it to be. Mm. Uh, last two summers, it's just not been in the cards, but I think I could actually probably make it happen this year. So
0: it's awesome. So You're like, talking about like a new deck paver, like what?
1: Yeah, I have. A, I have I, I've got an idea of what I want to do. Um, I'm probably going to tear down that that porch, that screen porch that we have, and rebuild something. I want. I like the covered covered area out there. I think it's really yeah. cool, but I'll do something cooler. So,
0: yeah, got some ideas. Got some ideas cooking. We're focused on that a little bit too. Um, I don't know if I already said this or if I said this before we actually started, but I'm fucking sunburnt. I wasn't expecting that this early in the year. Uh, but it's cause I got out there and mowed my goddamn lawn and I felt really good about it. Time to put the pre emergent down. Shit, got the uh I got the power washer out, sprayed off the patio. We had a what fire. Is pre-emer-
1: What's pre emergent?
0: Oh, that's what you put down like early spring so that like crabgrass and dandelions and weird wildflowers don't grow in your yard. Uh get that's hum- nice. That's,
1: that's homeowners association bullshit.
0: No, that's not. That's, you want nice grass, bro? I'm do you kidding. want nice grass, bro? No,
1: I, th- that's the reason I said it because you look at it proactively. I look at it as if I was
0: in a neighborhood with an HOA, be like, do you want to get a call from the HOA, bro? Um, I don't think they give a fuck when it comes to grass. Like some of these motherfuckers would have the tallest grass and wouldn't say shit. The only thing we ever got in a fight about was we stained our mailbox post black. And that was apparently was against the rules that you know they all had to be uniform, but like when I went around the neighborhoods, like some people stained them cedar, some people painted them like there was it was everywhere, so I didn't even fucking check the bylaws. I just stained that bitch black, and then you all of a sudden you
1: discriminated against because you're in a yeah. neighborhood
0: yep, that's what it is <laughs> come fight me, kevin kevin dude i fucking i got in the i got in the shitty argument with that dude um about the mailbox and you know, I got an Android phone so you can do shit like record your conversation. So I actually have the conversation recorded between me and him. All right. Karen. no, this motherfucker was, he was like, uh, I said, why do you care? Like it's not bringing down the property value. Cause again, this is the developer, right? He has control over HOA right now while they're doing developing, they try to like really tighten it up to make sure it's protecting their investment and more people want to buy houses. Right. And so he, uh, I said, why do you care? I said, "Um, anybody should be able to paint their, you know, stain their mailbox, like whatever they want. I said, mine was done black because I have black shutters. Like it fits my house aesthetic. And he's like, explain the one that's green. And I was like, I know which one you're talking about. It's like, 15 houses away on my same street. I'm like, I know exactly which one you're talking about. And it's the exact green of his sighting, which you guys offered as a color. And he's like, well, it looks terrible. And I said, he matched it like perfectly to the sighting. And he goes, uh, I can't help that you have bad taste. Wow. And I said, wow. I said, I'm very familiar with design. I've designed things for a long time. And he said, well, well, you need to go back to school then. And I was like, I said, damn, this motherfucker really trying to go in. That's the type of dude, like I would drive to the office and just be like, we're about to have this conversation in person, bro. Cause I'm not going to take this phone shit.
1: That's why I like an anything goes neighborhood.
0: Well, maybe someday. <laughs> Once we have control of our HOA, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can choose to enforce the bylaws or choose to change them. But we don't have control right now. It's bullshit. Um, Another goal, just to bring it back, is start to finish the basement. So we have a big ass basement. It's like a a huge basement. It's like eleven hundred square feet. It's big, and
1: and the ceilings are really tall.
0: Yeah, they're I think eight and a half or nine foot. Like they were very generous, and that's something they actually promoted. They're generous with uh the ceiling height like they double something up to give it more height. So I've been doing a lot of research. I'm going to do a lot of it myself, but I need somebody there who knows what the fuck they're doing because I'm not trying to get past a certain point and like completely be off the grid. Mm-hmm. Um so I got a buddy who does basements and he was giving me a lot of tips. I think I think uh maybe spring or summer or spring late spring if we're out of this quarantine shit summer, whatever. I'd like to get it started. Uh, Have him come over one day, me start like doing the framing and then I can kind of keep it going while he's gone and he can come back, you know, once or twice a week, make sure that I'm doing what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Have you seen how people finish basements now? Like what I mean is you used to like put the wood, like the framing, you put it down, you had to use like a masonry bit and like drill into the ground and use like tapcon screws and all kinds of shit. Now it's like, it's almost like a gun. You fucking load up a 22 shell more or less without a load in it, but it's still like a little 22 shell. And then you put that shit in like it's a gun. You put the nail down in there, you press it, boom. And it fires like a it's a fucking gun. And then you Crazy. eject that shell, put another shell in another nail. So it goes a lot faster being able to do that than having to drill into your basement a thousand times. Right. Uh, so other than goals, what about hobbies? You got any other hobbies that you're either picking up because of the quarantine or you're thinking you wish you would have or just a hobby you'd like to pick up?
1: No. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get better at the guitar. Like
0: I've always, been trying for 20 years.
1: <laughs> I mean like I, I'm trying to become like a guitar player. I guess that's what more what I mean. Like I didn't really I've only ever played it out of necessity to get the riffs out of my head, you know what I mean? Get the riffs out of my head. But, you know, so I play the guitar in a much more percussive way. Uh I play more like a bass player because that's what I originally was before I played drums. And like I want to like play and I want to like learn scales and and
0: like learn how to actually like play the guitar, play the guitar. So I don't know if it was today or yesterday, that I shared on Facebook, the two year anniversary of when I got oh, my yeah, I saw that. Ibanez. You know why I bought that Ibanez and switched from ESP to Ibanez? Do you have Did I ever tell you this? No. It was because I wanted to learn scales and, and start to be a better guitar player because I am, I'm just a, I'm just a musician. That's it. Like I hear songs, I hear drums. Usually when I write, I kind of have like a beat and a flow in my head. And I just I just figure out a guitar that works with it. I've never sat down and written a guitar riff and been like, oh, this is a sick guitar riff. I wonder what the drums sound like to this. No, I always hear the drums first. And like you, my first instrument, uh, if you, I mean, my first band instrument, right, in my later days was bass. And so I've always played very percussive too. Like, I'm all about the accents. Uh, I feel like you can just get by all the middle shit. It's just like yeah. meat, it's, you know, the condom. I'm just about like meat and condiments, bro. But it, nah. is,
1: it, it is weird because I, I, I write a very similar way to that where it's just kind of like I hear a beat in my head. I've, I've actually written entire early Maranatha songs where I programmed a whole song's worth of beats out first and then wrote riffs to it. Yeah. Um, And, uh, which I did that just to be, just for fun, because I was like wondering if I could do it that way. Mm. Um, but, uh, I was sitting here like a month ago, uh, Daryl was over here and we're sitting down writing together and he was like doing, he was like doing something. And, and, but I, in my mind, I thought he was just kind of doing what I do, which is kind of just dicking around, Mm. trying to see what sticks. But then like 15 minutes later, he goes, okay, I got it. Like he had spent like 15 or 20 minutes quietly sitting and writing a riff, like just like very lightly touching the screen or the strings and, and saying just like quietly talking. And, and it was like a really complex riff, like one that was like four bars long. It was crazy. He just goes, okay, I got it. Like he just like wrote a riff and like then presented it to me and then i i jumped in and it took me 5 days to learn it. Uh Yeah,
0: that's crazy. I can't do that. It's wild. That's yeah,
1: that's crazy. Uh I write I write note by note. Like I I write like or groove by groove. So it's like it's like it's like I'll just loop the drums and I'll just like play it and then be like nope, wrong note, play it again. Oh, nope, there it is. oh, there it is. There it is. Okay, next note. You know, like <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, that's how i do it too. Uh it's always and like my bandmates they think it's really weird because I'll go, what kind of feeling do we want to write? No, that's how you write songs. Really? I think that's how you write songs. I mean, that's how I write songs, but they think it's weird. Uh, And I go, let's do like a fast part. And then like a heavy, a mosh part. And then like, we'll do a melodic part. And like, I'll start putting it together before I've even strummed a fucking note.
1: No, I, I agree with you. That's to me, that is, the good songwriters are the ones who, yes, they're skilled. Goods, most, okay, that's not true because a lot of good songwriters are not necessarily skilled. I don't think that Bob Dylan is very skilled, but I know he's a good songwriter. Um, but, uh, somebody's going to be really mad at me about that. I'm sorry in advance. You can fight me in the DMs about it if you want. I'm not getting that close to the mic. Uh, anyway, uh, but I feel like, good songwriting is just like good design. It's just like good painting. It's just like good poetry. It is what, how does it make you feel? What is the feeling? What's the vibe? What's the, you know, it's, you can write music like methodically and scientifically and it works, but I think, you know, you, you take a band like Meshuga, for instance, you know, that, takes you know a graphing calculator to figure out the way they've written those songs but what makes Mashuga so special is the feeling that regardless of how crazy it is you still feel that doom 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 doom, that pounding 4-4 underneath everything that pounding groove that Meshuggah has underneath everything that's why that band
0: is so great is because they feel a certain way I agree I love watching people cover Masuga on drums because I can't process that half the time. I can get like two of the limbs,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: so watching people cover it is awesome. Then you watch, then you watch uh, him play it. I can't think of his name off the top
1: of my head. Uh, uh, dang it, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, uh, you watch him, you watch him play, and it's effortless. It's it's absolutely effortless. It's like he's not even thinking about it. It's crazy. Uh Thomas Hake. Ah, uh, see, I was gonna say that, but then I thought that was the vocalist.
0: I Googled it. All right. Yep. All about the Google. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Did any good music come out this week? Uh yeah. Oh, yes.
1: The new Thundercat album. Holy shit. I've listened to it probably six or seven times all the way through. And dude, if you like Thundercat,
0: it is what you want to hear. So I didn't know that it was dropping. Uh, And the first time I heard it, I was playing online Euchre with Kyle, Andrew, and Brandy. And he was listening to it. And I was like, oh, shit, what are you listening to? And he's like, oh, new Thundercat. And I was like, oh, shit. After that I went and jammed it and it's pristine. Were you a fan before? Uh certain songs. Okay.
1: To me it's like it's like it, if you're a fan of Thundercat like it it's like it's, he's literally giving you a package of like here's what you wanted to hear only better than you thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean it, it it's a w- really crazy mix of funk, jazz, prog and like yacht rock. But it Yacht fucking rock. works, man. And I mean, Beatrice and I were jamming in the kitchen yesterday, dancing to Dragon Ball Durag, which is <laughs> such a great song. And that song, uh, Black Qualls, man, sounds just, it like sounds straight out of this record right here. It sounds right out of this Parliament record. Mm. But man, so good.
0: Did you see that story? There's a song uh, with Lil B, the bass god on it, too. All right. I'm not going to go into mine real quick because we're going to talk about Lil B for a minute. What do you know about Lil B? Not much other than the fact
1: that he's, like, a fucking weirdo uh, legend. That's a pretty good puts, way to
0: put it. And he puts out – he's put out a lot of music, right? At, I, I'm going I'm to botch the numbers because there's no way. i I can't remember all this. At one time, he was putting out, like – a hundred tracks a day (laughs) like he had an absurd amount of youtube channels and was just blasting shit out there and like everybody would make fun of him dave very early on was like dude this dude's a genius like he's a fucking genius and like he's trolling the rap game right now like he's way better than anybody's giving him credit for he put out a record later that was a thousand times better. Than anything he had put out. And it blew my fucking mind because you listen to the songs that's like, First I fuck your bitch, then I park my car, <laughs> smell like wonton soup. <laughs> like you listen to songs like that and you're like, Who the fuck is this dude? He actually put out some okay material, but I have not heard anything about him quite some time.
1: He's got a verse. He's got a verse on that Thundercat record and Ty Dolla Sign sings the hook in the song. And it is. No, dude. That record, it came out on Friday and Friday was when it was like 75 degrees outside and sunny, clear. It was the perfect. When I was drunk on Friday night, man, because I had been listening to Thundercat over and over
0: all day, sitting out the hammock, sitting out the hammock. So I just Googled. How many songs does Lil B have? And just to give you an example of of how much music he has, in 2012, he released a mixtape that had 855 tracks on it. (laughs) 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 Like, who the fuck? nobody, (laughs) Nobody will ever... Nobody can top that. Mm That's hilarious. Hold up, let me just click on. Let me just click on. uh, One more. Let me just that. That O three
1: Greedo dude, you know that rapper. Mm -mm. Uh, he did recently did a collab record with Kenny Beats. Um, he's in jail now. It was guns charges, I think. Uh, but he said before he went to jail, he had like some three
0: thousand songs ready to go. Dude, I'm on his. Uh, I'm on his wiki, just scrolling through. Will be. Yeah. And like a lot of these, uh, a lot of these albums or uh, mixtapes aren't hyperlinked, so I can't click on them and see how many tracks are on each of them. But he got a fucking gang of them, and. Guest appearances, list so list of guest appearances with performing with other artists, mm-hmm. starting in 2007, every year. Dude, in 2019, I'm not kidding. There's probably 50 or 60. Jeez. Is he just hanging out at studios asking to jump on tracks? I, I don't know anything. I didn't even know he was still active. But in 2020, he's already featured on four songs. <clears throat> And it's four people I've never heard of. I don't know. Crazy. Damn, what the fuck was I going to. Oh, yes. I know what I was going to say. Did you see the thing I posted on Facebook about that dude who does a lot of cover art for metal bands? Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. So for those of you who do not follow me on Facebook, this dude. Got arrested for disemboweling his eighty-year-old father. So crazy. And like, there's not a lot of there's like not a lot more metal thing you could do. And they chose to use the word disembowel, which I know that's a, an actual term, but that just sounds fucking brutal.
1: Yeah, it's so, so crazy. Dude is all the way in jail. Uh, while I'm thinking about it, while we were talking about new records, uh, I'm trying to see when he said he was going to release it. Uh, do you see Westside Guns about to put out a new record already? <laughs> yep. No. Hold on, and he released the, the uh uh track list uh, so uh virgil designed the album cover Hmm. oh he says it's coming out on the 17th so not this friday but next friday and uh he uh released a track list the other day and it's got you know uh of course conway and benny are on it uh Joey Badass, Wale, Tyler the Creator is on it. Hmm. Tyler the Creator produced a song as well. Alchemist produced a bunch of shit. Freddie Gibbs is on it. Muggs produced a song. It's crazy, man. That like these
0: fucking guys. I it makes you wonder, like how many are like, are they holding on to tracks? Like are they just twenty, thirty tracks at a time, put out ten? And just keep building that catalog and then just drop another 10, 15. Look in the chat. Oh, I see you. Using the chat. Using the chat. This is crazy, though. Versace. I'm not sure that we need another song about Versace. (laughs) Not sure. All right, Colin. Give us something. Give us a hot take. You got a hot take? Oh boy, oh boy, do I have a hot take? No, do you? Uh,
1: I don't. Uh, here's a hot take that's not a hot take. I started watching a i i, I started watching a show, and I binged it. <laughs> There's only six episodes. On uh, it's a, it's. A, that's the joke because it's not a, like a true crime show or something like that. Mm. It's called, it's called dog impossible and it's on national geographic. It's mm-hmm. so it's on Disney plus. And, uh, it's like, kind of like the dog whisperer, but where, but where Caesar Milan is all about, like being the leader of the pack and being dominant and making the dogs submit, you know? Yeah. This guy, he's got a place called the Zen dog. And his whole thing is like focusing on like the dog's emotional state and the dog's like happiness while maintaining your dominance over the dog. Oh man, it's just it's just such a heartwarming show. It's just like really nice to watch. Ah, <laughs> there's a hot
0: take for you. I've been getting into this show called For Life, and it's it is based on a real guy. I, I know they've. Uh, you know, they've taken some liberties with the story and things like that. But it's based on this guy who goes to jail wrongfully. Uh, He's like a club owner. Uh, There's a raid on the club. They find some drugs in the club. He goes down for it. A bunch of people take pleas. He doesn't because he knows he's innocent. Goes to prison for life, obviously. Uh, And he gets his law degree based on some like loopholes that he found. He gets an online law degree. It holds up where he's at. And then he starts being like, he starts representing people that were either wrongfully accused or Mm. things like that in, um, in prison. And he's doing it in an attempt to somehow break down the DA and also get his own case retried. So he's like, he's defending himself and it's pretty cool. Like, I like it. It's, uh, I want to say it's like six or seven episodes in. <clears throat> and when I found it, I think there were about three or four. And so I watched those just boom, 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 back to back the same day. And then now I'm on that whole got to watch one every week type shit. Uh, my wife walked in while I was watching the last one. And I've been telling her it was good. Like, I keep, I'm like, sit down, watch this shit. Uh, she caught the last part of it and goes, oh, that was really good. Put the next one on. I'm like, no, no, no. We're caught up. Like, I, I I'm glad that you like it now, or That's that you want to
1: see it, but we're caught up. We are halfway through that <laughs> HBO show, The Outsider. We're halfway through mm-hmm. that right now. That's pretty crazy. It's like a Stephen King story. So, I know nothing about it. it stars Jason Bateman. Um, and do uh, you ever see the show Bloodline? Hmm. No. No. Uh anyway, uh it stars Jason Bain and this other guy, and it's about like a kid gets murdered and and every last bit of evidence points towards one guy, but he swears he didn't do it, but is also it, it's it's very interesting and uh takes a pretty hard
0: turn in the second episode. So <clears throat> So, I was going to have a guest on tonight. I know I didn't tell you that. I was going to have Jay Sleazy, or Jordan Slack. And this motherfucker, I sent him a text and go, hey, man, download Zoom. And he hit me back and goes, oh, I thought it was going to be much earlier than this. I got to go to bed. What? Dude, I know. I was like, if it's not a weekend... When have we ever done the podcast like before nine? I don't know, some bullshit. But I was actually thinking about maybe we should have, maybe we should either just have guests more often or keep the podcast to us and go live. You know, keep on this once, maybe even twice a week, whatever. Uh, with the live thing, let's just invite some random people we don't know. I'm thinking about just going going to Reddit and being like who wants to be on a fucking podcast like are you interesting come tell us an interesting story and find some rando Probably could walk a pretty
1: fine line there of some
0: atrocity it's fine but well that yeah maybe it's that's all right it'll be fine if be you like say the, some
1: it'll be like the Joe Rogan podcast for for randos you know how can, he, you know how he gets people on there that people hate that he gives them a platform. Yeah, yeah,
0: we'll be he that. Gets, here's the thing about the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, he, I only like one out of every like ten people that he has on. So he just like pumps them out, and and they're all like three hour conversations. Yeah, right? yeah. I've never I have never listened to a full episode. When I was first ever getting into podcasts, he was the podcast I listened to. And I found it very interesting. Um, and then I used to listen to some of the other big ones like Freakonomics. Uh, it was just inter- There was just like super interesting stuff. And it's just, there are so many people podcasting nowadays. I just want to hear some regular people talk about some regular shit. I don't think yeah. I want to hear wild, wild shit anymore. And if I do, it's definitely not every day. Like I can't, I can't hang with that every day. Speaking of wild, wild
1: shit, I saw that Will video. Oh yeah, see what I did there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wild, wild. wild. Uh, um, I thought it was a very cool video. I love the idea, especially of it being like a one shot, you know. And yeah. uh, the only thing I didn't like was like. Why do you have to put the movie logo on all of them? Like, I get it. I get what you're doing. It seemed like a little too on the nose to like actually like put the movie title there. But that's just me being a parade director. But uh, I I thought the video was awesome.
0: Yeah, it fit really cool. I like the entire concept of giving somebody their flowers while they're alive. You know, because everybody celebrates and talks about, oh, like take Nipsey, for example. Like, it became so cool to like Nipsey only when he passed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, he was, he was making waves in music, but what he was doing, he was a better person than he was a rapper. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that, like, it, nobody shined a light on that shit until he was dead. So I like the concept of giving somebody their flowers while they're alive, and I really appreciated that he dedicated an entire song yeah. You know, to it and then the video. So I don't know. She was tight.
1: So I was just testing out this little thing that says reactions and I gave a thumbs up and now there's just a thumbs up on my thumbnail and I don't really know why. Oh it's gone now. What?
0: Like, hold on. Do you see that? Emoji- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reaction. That's so you can, like, take a poll. You can be like, oh, how many people would be in for virtual happy hour? And everybody can, like, put their hand up, and you can be like, oh, okay. So can that, I just put my hand up? Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, you guess you could, but reactions, bro. Did you know you can actually go into the settings and change your reaction skin tone? Oh, yeah, I saw that, <laughs> I left my shit that weird Simpsons yellow. It's always the safe route. Yep, I'm not trying to. Like, what if I pick the wrong shade? Like, what if somebody's like, he's not that dark? Because there's like, there's like, you're not Puerto Rican, Jeff. Yeah. There's like 15 colors that you can choose from. And like, if I choose white, like ultra white, it looks weird. Like, I'm like, yeah, I had to choose. I had to like go in and change it to the white skin tone. And if I choose anything other than that, it's like, what if somebody's like, dude, He's not that fucking dark. Who does this guy think he... Why, why is he choosing level three dark? Like, that's bullshit. So I stayed with that Simpsons yellow. Yeah. The right
1: choice. <laughs> the right choice. Um, it's the choice of a new generation.
0: What is that? That's a, What the fuck That's that the slogan for?
1: Uh, It is Pepsi. Is it Pepsi? I don't know. It's in Wayne's World.
0: Oh, so Coke. It's, uh,
1: no, dude. It's in that scene. It's in the scene where they're doing all the product placement jokes. And he's like, he's like, and it's a choice of a new generation.
0: All right. I'll look it up real quick. The choice of a. It's Pepsi. Ah, it was right. Um,
1: Do you remember? I remember
0: Motrin. Little yellow. Different.
1: <laughs> Made me think of old advertising do you remember uh when domino's pizza had the noid
0: the noid oh hell yeah <laughs> that was a shit oh man what was the noid what was he uh i think i felt like he was a human with a mask on or something right and didn't the mask have like you know like no you know when people put like uh Let's say you put pantyhose over, or like something over your head, and the legs are just hanging down. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's the case. What is it?
1: Yeah, it it is a guy with a with a suit. Why am I opening
0: PowerPoint? Oops. I feel like I feel like it's a guy with a suit. Yeah, it is. Oh, you know those little Funko pops? I think Funko made one of him. Let's find out. That would be tight. I'm looking it up too. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: they did. But yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Do you collect any of those? No. I have two at my at my desk. I have a uh... No, I have one at my desk. It's a uh, Raptor from Jurassic Park. Any significance? Jurassic Park's one of my favorite movies, and I think I got it for Father's
0: Day or something from one of the kids. I think I've said this before, but and this is a weird like this is kind of a snobby thing right i've never got into collecting those because i was already collecting like vinyl toys before that and i always felt like that was the like mainstream thing that oh. they did that like bastardized my uh, oh you're
1: were, you were collecting dunnies and stuff like that
0: yeah and i always felt like the funko pops was like them shining this light on something that i was like no no this is for dude i got two of them right here look i have this one nice which is the anatomical uh dunny it's a collaboration with jason freeney which if you don't know who jason freeney is he's a fantastic sculptor what were the little what were
1: the little rabbits with the cigarette
0: sticking out of their mouth labbits labbits yeah snorkin' labbits yep um but yeah no if you haven't you should look up uh Gummy fetus on Instagram, and look at some of the shit he does. um He, you've probably seen some of his toys before, and just don't even know it. Like, have you seen a balloon dog taking a shit and it's yeah. a little balloon shit? He made that, yeah, and it won Toy of the Year in like twenty actually twenty eighteen. Uh,
1: Josh, my the our guitar player in Symphony Apparel, he was a big toy and poster and print collector, so yeah, very familiar with all that shit. He's had me. He's had me uh, tag myself in giveaways and stuff
0: like that for. Oh yeah, just to try and get it. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that I have here, like, and this is like, these are two of my. What do what do I call it? Two of my uh, favorites. I keep them close by so I can see them. I have this one. So this is from a very early uh, Dunny series that's a cycle dunny it's a graffiti artist uh cycle very legendary if you don't know who he is look him up too but i think that's why i never did it just can't get on board feels very mainstream those funk it is
1: i mean it definitely is like a mainstream adaptation of toy collecting culture for sure that that is that that was a company capitalizing on oh We
0: could sell this shit to people at hot topic. It's crazy because like they they like there's nothing that doesn't have a Funko. That doesn't have a pop character. You know? We should get pop characters. Fuck it. You and me. Let's do it. Let's do it. Watch me. I'm gonna look on Etsy right now. Uh I'll say custom pop. Characters, custom. My pop. boss got a
1: my boss got got a custom bobblehead made as a joke for a client, and it of himself, and it was so funny.
0: Oh shit! So right on the right on the Funko website, you can pop yourself. Oh really? Yeah. I think All we found right, man. Our new uh, podcast logo. We'll, we'll have dude. That'd be no. You can't do the pop podcast logo. Uh but. We could get two and get two little chairs, like the accessories, like you get the two little fold-up chairs we normally pot on, the little brown ones. <laughs> it comes with a microphone.
1: It'd be pretty funny.
0: Dude, I got to get on Etsy and find this shit. I got to find somebody to make cooler ones that aren't these Funko Pop. We need, we need cooler ones, box and all. Uh, that reminds me, have you ever, have you ever seen Random Plant? Do you know what that is? If I just say random plant is it obvious plant. It's totally obvious plant. Yes. I follow it. Very funny. All right. Well, it's no fun to tell you about it because. Sorry. No, it's fine. Colin. Why don't you, why don't you tell our listeners? No, Colin, you follow them. Why don't you tell them <laughs> what, what's the, what's the concept? What's the premise of random obvious like Plant? it's
1: like it's like weird, awkward bootleg shit that's like hung up in toy stores and in stores and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, so you walk in and you go to your normal. It could be a book aisle, or it could be a, you're looking at CDs, and you look down and there's like, you know, methods for getting to ejaculation faster, and it's like a random book that you can't believe is real, and turns out it's not. So another Instagram you should follow. Yes, very funny. All right, Colin. I think uh, that might wrap us up for the night. <laughs> <laughs> like we're both
1: you- we're both kind of just like oh, so see you next week when we've had the same day seven days in a row.
0: Yeah, I mean the podcast will get shorter. The live content happens more. Um, I have three people queued up, and honestly, since uh, I mean we have Zoom, we could. We could go live with five or six people at Did, once. Yeah. Guests should be much easier now, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, much easier. And you know, uh, do you know if you have a free Zoom account, you can do unlimited one on one conversations? But if you have three or more people, it limits you to 40 minutes. Interesting. Yep. So that being said, I pay for a Zoom account now. <laughs> that being said doesn't fucking matter doesn't fucking matter so zoom y'all got one more customer from me and that's because I knew that when we got on live the other day with Dave ish it was going more Uh-oh. than 40 minutes I knew for sure it was going more than 40 minutes so I just bought it that day I said fuck it but honestly cool. I really do think it's time to wrap up Yes. I'm actually like, I'm like starting to yawn. (laughs) Uh, One, one quick question. Are your kids back in distance learning now? They've been
1: in distance learning. Like, like wait, wait,
0: but didn't you have spring break?
1: Our spring break isn't until the 10th. Oh Um, shit. And uh, yeah, I was actually kind of annoyed about it because it's, well, not, I can't be annoyed about it because these teachers are trying their best. So Scratch that from the record. I didn't say that. Uh, but it's like, you know, we, the teachers gave us a bunch of resources and stuff like that. And we, like, Sierra set up a schedule for them and we've been following it for the last Mm. two weeks. It's been pretty rigorous. And the kids, like, it's actually been going really well for our house. And then, like, yesterday we started getting all these emails in the district saying, we're starting our online academy tomorrow. It's like, what the fuck have I been doing? You know, like, and then it's like but it's only for 4 days because spring break starts on Friday and goes all next week and then we'll get back to it. It's just like what do we like what have I been doing the last 2 weeks?
0: Whatever. It's been going okay. Yeah. Uh Hayden's has started back today. So, he was in there doing his goddamn thing. Is he doing Zoom meetings and shit? Nah. But he is uh emailing back and forth with the teacher. Um Which is cool. I mean, I feel like that's a a weird, like, real-world thing that he's going to have to learn, right? You know, I compare it to, like, when we were growing up, like, nobody taught us how to, like, write a fucking check, manage a bank account, you know, apply for loans. Like, any of the shit, like, that was the whole thing. Is like, you didn't learn a lot of real-world shit, but kids nowadays... They have like computers in the class and they're learning how to use a computer while they learn traditional shit. Yeah. And I feel like that's invaluable. And even this distance learning shit, like it's setting them up to be able to work independently without being micromanaged, complete his fucking work. You know, when he has a problem, articulate that into text form, ask the question and have that dialogue back and forth. That's, that's just like, you know, we do with stakeholders when we're having meetings.
1: It's honestly, it's it's honestly good college prep because that's like how it works in college too. I wouldn't know. I I only kind of know, but uh, yeah, it, no, I I think they are. This whole trying time is gonna teach the kids a lot of really interesting things, and uh, but it is also it's just it's one of those things where it's like they're they're having to make it up as they go along you know what i mean so it's yeah. not it's not a well-oiled machine it's like every teacher is using different apps and like i mean, they they are everyone's pretty much using google classroom and and to like give assignments and stuff and they're pretty clear on what's required and what is just helpful resources and they understand. they told they're telling all of us parents like we know this is a lot we don't accept any homework any work for the rest of the year late, you know, things like that. Like we know, but God bless them. They're trying really, really fucking hard. I didn't mean to say I was annoyed by them. I'm I'm more just kind of like first world problems, first world problems.
0: All right, Colin, let's actually wrap up. I got this, uh, long yellow banana still just sitting on my desk.
1: Those little lumps in the middle (laughs) for her pleasure.
0: It did uh look a little weird. I wonder how I can get those again.
1: Yeah, well I got this black beauty.
0: Let's hear it. That's that's Colin playing uh unamped guitar, electric with no elect- electric trick. Got this little baby sitting here too. What's that? Not oh the easy. ESP?
1: I mean, you see mine in the back. Yeah. All right. We're stalling because we don't want to go back to our boring, trapped lives.
0: You want to play some checkers? (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. Episode PO3. PO3. And on PO4, Colin is going to give you his best chicken recipe. I could actually do that. That's what I'm saying. Set them up. We all have to fucking cook. We're stuck in the house. Best chicken recipe. Episode four. Chicken for tacos. Alright. See ya, Colin. See ya.